We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience. Happy Thanksgiving to all the American viewers and listeners out there. If you want to get some Thanksgiving bucks, all you got to do is smash the like button for the episode, leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section, and in honor of Tim's free, free money Thanksgiving teaser, you give us your best Thanksgiving teaser featuring all three games in the comment section, and boom, you're in a draw for 20 DK bucks. However, if you want to get into a draw for 60 DK bucks, and there are multiple winners of this, subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast, Download the episodes, leave a five-star review, DraftKings handle, something you like about the show, boom, you'll be in that drop for 60 DK bucks, multiple winners as well. It's fantastic. Super easy to do. If you want to play in the Pat Mayo Experience, DraftKings open. The link is in the description of this video and podcast. Jeffrey, some news off the top. Let's go. You ready for this? Yeah, let's go. There are going to be two shows with us this week. One focusing only on the Thanksgiving games, and then another one that will come out at 1231 the moment that the lions and bears kick off is going to be when the other show for the weekend gets released and then the DraftKings show for the main slate will be after that what do you think i'll be in the same shirt so will i okay and so will tim <laughs> from his dad's couch andre the giant oh is, is this ryan patterson no it's not even ryan patterson walking into studio i thought it was i was like wow what a surprise it's not we just have guests in studio now it's good news. Um, the coin is here. He is the third member of the team. Paul Shaughnessy is behind the camera. He is the fourth member of the team. The fifth member of the team, who has been described as Dr. Doom, but knowing nothing about science, Tim Andacust. Tim Andacust. That is not my name. Have you been described that way? Recently, but I disagree with that assumption. Records from last week. Jeff, you and I were both seven and seven. I retain my one game lead overall. Couldn't we wait? Shouldn't we hold this for the second show? 
Why? This is the first show that people are going to watch, and this is about last week. So nice work producing. Okay. No, continue. No, continue. Please tell me how to run my show. I, I would appreciate uh, that. What other great ideas do you have? You'd probably prefer no records. Yeah, Tim was 3-11. and 11. <laughs> uh, He's now closer to the coin than he is to us because the coin was the big winner of the week at 9-5. and five. Jeff, you won your super lock. Yes, Tim and I. Tim and I lost our super locks, and Tim lost his free money teaser once again to improve to an impressive one in eleven for the season. That's pretty good. Yeah, but you know what? Last year at Thanksgiving, I hit my Thanksgiving Day teaser. Then I hit the Sunday teaser. So this is the time of year that uh, we've seen enough football. We can start putting together white meat, dark meat, and serving all on Thanksgiving. It's pretty serious sample size he's rocking off of he's on a he's on a heater a one thanksgiving day streak (laughs) whatever oh did you see this papa john's thing he did that sweaty interview and then it turned out that tim went to papa john's for the first time ever like three days ago (laughs) well they just opened one here in the city and so i had to go you had to they opened up a papa john's and you were like i gotta go like that this is big news i heard about it i was like yes i need to go to there and it was re- first you knew there were going to be deals on because they had just opened up. So you're going to get some hot deals, and I did. It's a pizza yeah. shop. Every like generic yeah. shop has deals. Yeah, you could. Do- you yes. probably forbid to have app the apps, but like I go on my apps, like every day is a deal. Every day. Okay. Anyway, there were like door crashers for the store opening, and the pizza was delicious, and they served this like garlic spread that you put on the crust which was actually quite delicious anyway i have very high things to say about that uh, that pizza shop i will be returned so we, we basically anticipate papa john's just being no locations by this time next year is that where we're going i have no idea i just think this papa john's is gonna gonna thrive because they make good pizza do you think you get a discount on a franchise right now probably <laughs> <laughs> i just i don't know how to contextualize this man like seeing Papa John's, which is probably no different. Like it's just generic walk-in delivery pizza. Yeah, which is what I love. No, I, listen, I love Domino's. But, but there's, yeah, I love but Domino's. Let's say a Domino's opened up near you, but there had been a previously established Papa John's. You'd be like, man, I need to go to Domino's. No, That's, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> See, Tim watched a lot. Has watched a lot of like college football over the years. He's seen too many papa john's commercials to not think a it's amazing and b he's gotta haul ass and and try it so tim since we're doing two shows this week do you have a thanksgiving centric cuss corner prepared for us later on Uh, i don't have one in particular but i was going to lay on the table that planes trains and automobiles is the greatest thanksgiving movie and that's not up for debate yeah i think i'd probably have to go with you on that one looking at the picture now is Home Alone's a Thanksgiving movie, right? Or is that a Christmas, Christmas. movie? Christmas. Well, Christmas. Some people say Miracle on 34th Street's a Thanksgiving movie because it starts on Thanksgiving, but I think that's nonsense. I, uh, think, I think that's a good take. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, number one Thanksgiving movie of all time. Except for Thanksgiving. <laughs> that's not a real movie, so anyway. Let's get into the games. First game on the slate on Thanksgiving Day. Chicago is at the Detroit Lions with no Matt Stafford, a banged-up Jeff Driscoll. But Chicago, bad Chicago, three-point favorites on the road in Detroit. The over-under in this game is 39. It looks like Big Mitch, he's going to be back under center. 
looking to he's on a heater according to Tim he has one win in a row so <laughs> he, he can't be stopped at this point I don't see why I wouldn't take Detroit in the points here like can you, can you talk me into Chicago Jeff I I think Chicago's gonna win the game do you why I think it's gonna be really close I, Detroit's got a lot of injuries and they're banged up and they're they just lost to Washington Chicago also sucks but I could argue this could be a nice little spot for them for Trubisky to actually look decent. So two things here. The coin is going to take Detroit along with me. But since Daniels and Harrison have both been active for the Lions, they're substantially more difficult to run on. And I think if you're asking Trubisky to drop back and try to win you in this game, if Slay can just shut down Robinson a little bit, like what are they going to do? This game, it feels like a field goal game anyway. And if I think it's going to be a field goal game, I feel like I'm push at worst. I mean, obviously, I'm always wrong on these things. But if it's going to be a field goal game, just give me the points. Like, Detroit can win a field goal game. It's somewhat shocking that they've been in the lead in all 11 of their games, and they have three wins, though. That's that's not good. I think it might get Matt Patricia fired. Yeah, like, this team has a lot of potential, which is one of the main reasons I keep saying next year, watch out for this team. This is the type of team that, like San Francisco, went from four and twelve uh, to the best team in the conference. Like things can turn around quickly with some, if, you know, if with just a slight change and with health and maybe with some competent coaching. In the case of Detroit, well, I mean, listen, we've seen the last several weeks that home, or I'm sure that underdogs in divisional games have not just been covering games, have been winning games. And this is another example of that. I think the Lions are in a great spot. I expect them to cover. I expect them to win. And we're going to tease them all the way up to 10 on the first end of the Thanksgiving Day parlay, the Pilgrim parlay. Hello, Pilgrim. It's time for a parlay. That's John Wayne. Uh, the Pilgrim parlay. Mister, put the Lions on there. Plus 10. That is the least manly John Wayne has ever sounded, <laughs> sir. Oh, I don't know about that. It sounds like John. It sounds like if John Wayne was undergoing a prostate exam. No, I just pulled something in my back. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing I can do for you there, Pilgrim. <laughs> do you need some pills or something? No, but <laughs> that caught me off guard. So you're taking Detroit as well, Tim? Yes, I am taking the Lions. I like the Lions money line, and I like the Lions to cover. The uh, the ten on the teaser. Do you even need the teaser? Why don't you just why don't you do it instead of the teaser? We're gonna connect three games here, and I'm that's the way we're gonna play it. I think you're confident in all of them, though. I think you should like just money. I do like the Lions quite a bit in this game. Actually, I have very strong feelings on all three sides of these games. Yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. So why, why do you even need a teaser? Teaser and a regular like three game well, money line parlay. You could do everything. You can do it all. Maybe, maybe like last year, that no matter which way you tease all three of these games, it'll just be a winner. Uh, I would say it's very possible. This game in particular, I do like Chicago. It is hard to imagine them winning a game by, say, more than a touchdown. So that could work. I I don't love having to lay points, but I just got to hope the team I think wins will cover a number that is uh, small enough. Well, if there's a way to lose this game, the Lions will find the way to do it. Uh, the Bears are pretty good, too. Yeah, that's true. Although they did get that greasy win in Denver. Imagine if Denver had won that game. They'd still be alive in the AFC. Yeah, Denver has managed to lose a lot of games. Denver has Denver is another team next year, and we talk about over-unders. That will be undervalued, I think, and the team to, to pay attention to. Okay. Next game, Buffalo at Dallas. This is Buffalo's primetime game. Yeah. 
I, for 2019. They're six and well, a half points. Kind of Are not. you cutting me off? Can I say the spread first? Is that okay with you? Sorry. Now that it is Tim's show, please dictate the conversation. I, I would love to hear it. They've been flexed into a, a Saturday uh, 4 o'clock Eastern game as well. So they'll have like another marquee. Set no, less ball. people will watch it. Oh, then this. No one will watch more. This will no, be the but you're what are you talking about? Like Saturday, December 22nd? 21st, whatever. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, this, yeah, yeah. Will most, this will be the most watched non-playoff or Super Bowl game of the year. No doubt about that. Oh, no, it's Tim's show. He keep going. That's, He's given the awesome. spread, the total. Tim's not doing a good job. If you put them up on the screen, that's how I could read them. I, I would, uh, I'd happily announce that. So you've got the Buffalo Bills heading into AT&T Stadium. The spread is the Cowboys by six and a half. You have a total of 45. And, uh, yeah, it's a pretty marquee game, obviously. It's the biggest regular season game of the year by viewership. Uh, it's a, This is the NFL's also marquee game of the week where they, they deal with uh, – in the NFL 100, we talk about this is now two Super Bowls in a row these teams played. It's like the highlighted game of the week. And uh, the Dallas Cowboys are going to crush the Buffalo Bills. Thank you, Tim. I really like Buffalo. Oh, no, no, Tim didn't ask you. Oh. He just went silent. So I don't know what we do next. I think Jeff should speak for as long as he'd like. <laughs> no, don't, don't pull a muscle. No, this is this is a big – this is the spot. This is their spot. This is um, – this game is important to them. They haven't gotten to show how good or bad they really are all year. Uh, I think this is going to be an incredibly close game. I would consider potentially because I'm a mental midget for peace of mind, um, spending an extra 10 cents and buying it up to seven, but six and a half still, I will take the bills. This is going to be like 26, 22, 26, 24. Um, good game. Close game. Really fun game. It, it is the spot. It is arguably the spot of the season game. Uh, the halftime is long. It's like the Super Bowl. There's a show. I know there's been some controversy. Oh, who's it. playing? Well, there was this thing. There was I don't know what's still happening because I've kind of been out of the loop on it. But someone who was supposed to be playing decided that the Salvation Army didn't give enough to um, uh, homosexual charities, LGBT charities. Okay. Um, and so I don't. She's sort of I don't know Ellie Golden. I don't know, you know who that is. Yeah, me. I don't neither. know who anyone is. Me neither. Is Kid Rock playing at halftime at the Detroit game? No, only the NHL still keeps Kid Rock. I assume he's like penciled in for halftime. Hey, Keith Urban did a great job at the Great Cup. Are you just going to go back and start bringing up minor league football again? Nope. I put my head down and mentioned it. Um, Happy Winnipeg won, though. Um, No, a big spot. It's as big a, it's a playoff game type audience for the NFL. Well, this works one of two ways. It's how good do you think Dallas is versus how, and realistically, how good is Buffalo? If we go by DVOA, Dallas blows out bad teams. And per DVOA, Buffalo is a pretty horrendous team. So I can see where Tim's coming from in the blow. But I, I'm with you. I think the Bills give them a yeah, give them a fight here. A real fight. A real fight. And I saw you guys talking again on the Sunday show. Did you end up taking the uh, Hushka props? This guy clears no, we did, we, we did, we did every not. week. We did not do it. Because we're idiots. Yeah. Uh, did, the, did Dallas even win this game last year? They played last year? 
They always yeah, play in this game. Washington and one. Oh no! Oh, yeah, I, I, I thought you meant when they played the Bills. I was like, I don't think they oh, played the Bills no. last year. Because I yeah, know no, that, like, the Chargers, <laughs> even in what was like kind of a lost season, got this game at Dallas yeah, on a Sunday. Mark, I believe Mark Sanchez started and got hurt very early on uh, last year. Remember, the Redskins were the heavy favorite to win the division at this time last year, and then lost every game down the stretch. I remember one of the biggest bets that both you and I ever made oh. was Dallas. Carolina Carolina plus one at Dallas on Thanksgiving. You're the Cam one okay. MVP. Can I say something? No. I honestly feel like <laughs> the Monday night game from this past week was like that, but I didn't take advantage of it. Yeah, I didn't go heavy enough on the Ravens. It was, no. I said the, Rave, uh, the Ravens on this show, but like a freaking... Just play the me smacking myself in the face. You bet on the Rams? Yes! Like, like Tim? Like a moron! What are you doing? I don't want to have this prolonged thing right now, but sometimes, sometimes you, you just sometimes your, you need to yeah, look at being yeah. like the Ravens are good, the Ravens yeah. are bad. They're that's good, good enough, and they're still in this. Like their snowball is still going downhill. Harbaugh is too good for spot games to get them everything, everything. But I'm trying to read into the stupid line, and sometimes you just get freaking got. And somebody who I really, 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 really trust just like pushed me in the direction and. And some listen. I'm gonna end up come, sounding really dumb here. Okay, I'm good at that. Okay, but sometimes the sharps are nearly all they're cracked up to be. They overrate these points and half points so goddamn much that end up being irrelevant in 92 percent of these games. And I know, like, we don't pretend to be anyone we're not. Okay, um, we don't pretend to be anybody we're not, and I don't know. I, I I just you gotta just not even I, on I, Halloween. I just wish I trusted everything that my eyeballs told me. In all gear, I've been so goddamn anti Ram, and we'll get into it when we talk about that in the next uh, show. But I do really do like the Bills to go back there. I would even I wouldn't be shocked if they win the game. Ooh, that's interesting. So. The biggest key to this game, I think, for the Bills to cover the six and a half, and you might be able to find a seven out there somewhere else, but the best way that you can get to the Bills' defense is to run the ball up the middle, which we know Dallas will want to do. I don't know if they'll do it every single time, but they're going to do it a lot, probably more than they did against the Patriots when they probably should have done it more in a bad weather situation. But that just milks the clock. Like, you're not going to get – I think Zeke has one rush for over 20 yards all season. But if you can just chip away at four a clip, five four a clip, clip, get the clock moving. Yeah. You know the Bills, that's going to be their strategy. They'll take like three shots downfield, not hit on any of them. And then Josh Allen will just be running around for his life getting first downs. But you have to hope this isn't the game where Josh Allen pumpkins. Oh. And, he, and he hasn't been doing that. He's been really good the last three weeks at protecting the ball. Uh, although the, the pick that he threw last week was pretty horrendous. But either way... Um, I think that they keep it close. I think just based on the volume of running from both teams in this game, it's a shorter-ish game, not a lot of big plays. Tredavious White can lock down a gimped-up Amari Cooper. That That's how I see the game going, so I'll take the six and a half. I like Buffalo. Jerry Jones is digging the grave, eh? Why? He's putting the shovel in the ground for his coach. You see, you say that, but he'll be there for the next 30 years. No, they'll have to win like two up two playoff games to keep his job. You could just tell. I know we all try read too many people, self-included, read into his comments, uh, maybe more than they should. But he's no fool. He knows everything he says. He knows the weight of his words after a game. He knows it's all people want to hear from more so than the coach. He's laying the groundwork 
to to do what it seems like he will finally have to do. And the one thing that annoyed me most about the Twitter on Sunday night were like Cowboy fans acting like they're the only fan base that walks into New England with a more talented yeah. roster and loses a game. Or just gets or, or just has bad calls go against them. Some of us that happens to year after year yeah. after year. Lucky, lucky them. They only do once, four. yeah, once every four for them. Exactly. Lucky them. No and once idea. every eight to have to go to that place. Maybe, maybe, exactly, yeah. maybe don't kick irrelevant field goals. Sure. Yes. No, absolutely. <laughs> sure. They deserve to be criticized and it things, but but so if Dallas had scored the touchdown and therefore had won, you know, Garrett could have said, that's why I kicked the field goal. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Like I was kind of, I was hoping for that outcome because that would have been great. It was fourth and seven. I know. It wasn't they like showed. it was fourth and 14 or something. I know. Listen, there's no defense for it. How many times on a Sunday is third and seven or uh, seven yards on an NFL play made? Stop turning the ball over on special teams against the Patriots and you'll win. Like that's two weeks in a row that stupid turnovers cost uh, – you know, gave free points to the Patriots, and those teams lost the game because of it. Sloppiness. That will do you in. It just showed, like, the power of the Cowboys. But here's the thing, though, right? The Bills are not good. Dallas isn't good either. Isn't, isn't great. But Dallas has beaten bad teams. The Bills have yet to impress me in any way, shape, or form, except for their one loss against the Patriots, and the Patriots clearly can't score. Like, there's that's their problem. The Bills really have trouble scoring, too. I don't see it. I think Dallas wins it by two touchdowns. I like the boys. And we're going to tease them down as the second end of the parlay. So Dallas, you're playing a seven-point teaser this week? Yeah, I, uh, I am playing a six-point teaser. So that means the Lions are not plus 10. They're plus nine. They're plus nine, and Dallas is minus a half point. Minus a half point. So Dallas to Dallas just to win for the second leg of this teaser. Dallas hasn't beaten a team with a winning record. I know we could all talk about how bad the Bills no, are and they're not as good as their record, but they you know, they beat up bad teams. They haven't beaten a team with a, yeah, a winning record. I believe the Eagles had a winning record when they beat them. Did they? I don't I know about so. that, Tim. Well, what are the Eagles now? Like five and six, and they've lost two straight games. So they Here's were five. The Most of the football public doesn't consider Buffalo very good. We, most people who follow the league acknowledge they're not as good as their record, and everyone is so quick to acknowledge Dallas is probably way better than their record. Dallas gets a chance to show what they got every single week. This is Buffalo's chance. I'm telling you, this is a football game. Into the final minutes, right. I'm taking the points. I'm taking the points as well. Outright possible. So Detroit, see, there should be your, there should be the, the Jeff parlay of the week detroit buffalo money line well i'm not i don't think detroit's gonna win but um tim did say to me before we went on air that this parlay was easy uh, this teaser was easy so this is the one that breaks it up uh, maybe I, hey maybe? he teased against the bills last week and it blew up in his face it was the only game he lost although That's i think true. well i guess the rams on sunday night and yeah. the not and the packers oh i didn't realize the packers were on it oh yeah it was it was a bloodletting <laughs> Do you have anything for us for a mini cuss, a mini Thanksgiving cuss corner? I I wasn't. I, I think the only I had really was the uh, talk about the movie. What are you doing over there? And actually, the fact that I think Thanksgiving is an underexplored movie genre. Like Halloween and Christmas have all kinds of movies in the United States. Only Thanksgiving is just as big, a, if not bigger, a holiday than than anything by Christmas. And like, there's no movies about it. Like, what's up with that, Paul? I understand. It. Tim, did you just move like 10 feet away from your computer? No, I haven't moved an inch. It sounded like you opened a door. Are you having a cig right now? 
I am not. Are you sure? Because it, it sounds, sounds like, like you're like opening doors. We can doors. hear you moving around. No, I'm, I'm in my recliner. Well, now it sounds like you're back close to the computer again. I didn't move. Jeff? Yeah, right. <laughs> that sounds suspicious. So you want more Thanksgiving movies? I do. I think it's an underexplored genre. I think you can make some really good ones. Like, do we have, you know how they have those, like, crappy Valentine's Day, like, the movie just, that's called, like, Valentine's Day. I think there's, like, a Christmas version of it where he's got a whole bunch of celebrities yeah, like together. New Year's Eve. Yeah, like, they're all just, they're all terrible and they're all in the same movie. Like, is there no Thanksgiving version of that? Like, I'm just, just putting it into the Google machine right now. They consider funny people a Thanksgiving movie. I don't know about that. That's a good movie. Did anything else come up? So there's just two Thanksgiving movies? Uh, there's that. There is Paul Blart Mall Cop for some reason. Uh, these are all terrible, except for planes, trains, and automobiles. Well, I listen based on you loving network TV shows. I'm shocked you're not a fan of Paul Blart Mall Cop one, two, or three. <laughs> is there a third? I assume I so. If there was a second one, there's definitely a third one, even if it was direct to demand. I just don't I, I don't understand why there aren't great movies about the Thanksgiving holiday. It's just it's strange to me. Do you think you have to have home cooked meals on Thanksgiving? Have to? No, but it's better. I mean, there are some. What, why is why is it better? Let's say you were in charge of cooking. Wouldn't I be better off buying the stuff? No, I would put time and effort into it and cook a great meal. But you can't how cook. You would try to how? microwave a turkey. No, no. How hard would it be to bake a turkey? Oh, my God. I mean, you just, just, just shove her in the oven and put it on the right temperature per pound. You're good to go. I think There are YouTube videos. I, well, put it this way. Listen, I, I rented an Airbnb over Christmas time. I, I can film you trying to cook a turkey. Sure. Let's do that. Oh, boy. This is going to be Let's fun. do that. T- Tim's, do Tim's cuisine with Tim as he tries to make all these meals he says are I'll incredibly easy. Them. I'll make stuffing. <laughs> I will make potatoes. I will make uh, sweet potatoes. I'll make uh, the the best vegetable at Thanksgiving, which, in my opinion, is Brussels sprouts. Very <laughs> underappreciated Thanksgiving. It's the green on your plate, right? A lot of people, although it's weird. I guess there's a part of the United States where salad is a very common side dish at a turkey dinner. That's very strange. I've never seen that. Uh, certainly, where <laughs> I just I can't imagine it, which would be very strange. To have like a oh, here's a bowl of like garden salad to go with your turkey. I blows my mind. But you need some green on your plate to, to go with the potatoes and the gravy and the stuffing and the meat and the carrots. My plate would be just turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, and biscuits. There'd be nothing green on my no plate. Stuffing? No carrots? That's the best part of it. Yeah, like the carrots might come like they're sort of like in like surrounding the turkey. Well, I know like Levy is out on Thanksgiving. And there's a lot of people out on Thanksgiving because they hate turkey. I, for one, do not love hate it. turkey. I, love I have turkey. turkey all the time. It's yeah. delicious. Love turkey. Dark meat's better than white meat, but it's both good. And uh, yeah, and like I said, dressing's the best part of the meal if it's inside the bird. And dessert's great too. Love it all. Wish I wish I was going to some American feast. Paul? How's Tim going to make this uh, this feast all in the microwave? I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't I'm think not, you can I'm, make Brussels sprouts in the microwave. I make a Brussels sprout where I boil it quickly and take it out and then cut it in half. And then I fry it so that I blacken it on the bottoms. Uh, it's excellent. You don't have you don't like have like bacon in with your Brussels sprouts. I mean, who likes Brussels sprouts? If there's no I like bacon the taste. With them. I like the strong taste of like the cabbagey Brussels sprout. I think it's delicious. 
Uh, it's amongst, if I were to rank vegetables, it'd be very high in the vegetable rank. Tim really? being in on Brussels sprouts is probably the least surprising thing I've ever heard. I know they're pretty healthy. They are. Healthy I actually enjoy them, but and delicious. I'm big. I'm much bigger. Jeff, maybe you can you can speak to this. Roasted Brussels sprouts versus roasted broccoli. I would say it's broccoli. Broccoli, broccoli oh, for sure. Broccoli. With the little like of uh, the uh, like vinaigrette or something, and then you put it drizzle it, and then you put it in the oven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe put some garlic on that. Yeah, yeah, It'll yeah. be good to go. That's, yeah, whatever my wife I'm not does. A roast, I'm not a roast person for the vegetables. I like to boil them quickly. Gross. Blanch them. Well, we've already established you have no taste buds, so that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> no, do you, like also, the, do, you, do you also prefer boiled potatoes as your favorite kind of potato? No. I went out to a restaurant a couple weeks ago, and there was this thing they had called a double-baked potato. And so what they did, right? Was they baked the potato? Tim, Tim, you are not breaking news to anyone listening. This is—I never heard of this. You <laughs> are literally like you're the last of- person on earth to figure I, this I out. I swear to God, we are. He is like Encino Man, <laughs> and that is what people think. That is what people think. Oh, Tim, ninety-six percent of people listening have been to normal restaurants. Have been to. This is like a mid-level steakhouse, right? That like you would get this at like a mid-tier steakhouse. Yeah, would have this. it was. It was the keg. I assume Outback has it. That's what I mean. Most places have Tim, double- the keg has had that for 50 freaking years. Well, I had never had this before, and I didn't even, like, I was strongly suggested to get it and try it. It was the best thing I had there all evening. It was delicious. I think, I that, really, I, I think that should really speak to the quality of their steak, by oh, the, the steak. way. I, I don't mind the keg. No. Listen. No, if he's saying that the potato is better than the steak, then there's oh. a problem with the steak. The potato was mind-blowing. It's like, I have never heard of this. And like, I'd like to have this, like, that is the best way to have potato now. No, no, I, sorry, I take this back. You could get like this, they would do this for you at like Applebee's yeah. or like Fridays. I, I take back like, no, like mid-level, no. No, that's just like where he saw yeah. Like restaurant with twice baked revelations. Control, alt, delete this guy. Oh, Paul. Sorry, just one, la- one last little thing to add. Tim knows that when he boils whatever vegetables he's going to have before cooking. He literally just strips it of any sort of nutritional value that he was actually going to get. If you boil it for long, yes. If if you you boil any vegetables, you're just literally taking away 30 seconds, 45 seconds? No, that's not true. As long as they're still firm and crispy, if you only have them in there for like 35 to 40 seconds so that they're hot but they're still firm, you haven't killed all the nutrients. Okay, I thought you were turning this stuff into mush. No, 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 of course not. That's awful. That's like old-fashioned cooking. I don't care for that. Just like it's like a blanching, a very quick in that hot boil for 30 to 45 seconds and out. Two other things. One, Jeff, tell us what you told Tim and I about McDonald's before we came on air. About how you just walk. Well, then you could just you order on the app and then they send it the second you pull into the like parking lot. It senses you're like in their range and your order goes to the kitchen and you park your car and you're like third in line not to place your order to receive your food. Well, how it's does like, it know well, it's of- like, because their Wi-Fi, like, I just know. What, what, what do you mean? How do they range. know? You have fucking GPS on your phone, you tool. And because they have the, because you do it through their and app. And then it goes onto their screen. Like the guy in the back, see, like it, it pops up in a queue of all the orders and ahead oh, of wow. anyone in line. And then no, I walk I- in, the line is like seven people deep and they're all ordering. And I'm like third in queue to get my food. Ben I hate Ronald this. is watching. <laughs> I hate this. 
you should have to stand in line with everybody else at the same. It's a, it's, it's a communal experience. These things should not be segregated according to experience. They should be everybody. When they go to a baseball game, everyone gets rained on. And you know what? When the Raptors hit 12 threes, I get free French fries on my mobile order. Everybody should have to, it should be first come first serve. Whoever gets there first, puts their ordering, gets served first. That's the way it ought to be. There's something like community building about that type of it. I actually, you know? but 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 Jeff has technically ordered before these people. Yes, and but I do have one real beef that kind of goes to where Tim's saying, but I think ahead of where he is. Okay, in that I'm talking about the mobile ordering through like the restaurants app, so it goes directly to them. Okay, but now you see it like the checkouts at a lot of these places or where you order, like, at, I, like a fast food. I they have I the, order McDonald's off of Uber Eats, okay, and they just deliver it to me. So now I'm going to say this because these are the people I have the beef with. Okay, I'm in line when I am standing in line like a normal human, or you see, um, why would you stand in line when you can just use that machine that's there, and then you don't have to wait in the line. Here's the thing. Machine doesn't like customize it. You're too fancy with your order at McDonald's and no. you can't register it. Do you want to know something? I don't want to. You want you, We have to go there now? Yeah, let's do this. God damn it. Sometimes I need like extreme customization. And what I mean by that is I love the genericness of uh, just a normal McDonald's cheeseburger on those like literally it's like cake, those buns. Now McDonald's in this new thing that their burgers are hotter and fresher. Oh, don't I, I personally love a coagulated. I'm not talking about like a deep quag, but like a good half hour quag on a Duke's yes. cheeseburger. Yes. Holy shit. That Agreed. is the most right thing in the world. I agree. Sorry. We all got our happy places, bro. And that's one of them. I'm with Jeff. So now they do this hotter, fresher thing and they like cook it like with onions. I'm not into. I don't like onions. I like onions. Don't taste like anything. Okay, hold by the hold way. on. Yes, I like. No, they, I they like, enhance the flavor of sorry, whatever else you're. I eating. I want to finish what I'm saying. Like, if my wife is cooking, like, I, you can like cook with onions, but I don't want like onions on my like a topping or okay. something. Or if it's in a dish, I'm happy to like keep it because I do know it does add flavor to the sauces and the dishes, and I'm pro flavor. But they put these like little chopped onions now that aren't like onions like with the order. Like you could say, I just want a plain cheeseburger, but the burgers now still have these like little bits of onion in them because that's how they're cooking them. And I, I don't like that. And it really annoys me. And that little Duke's cheeseburger was my Tim's happy. trying to talk over you. That little Duke's cheeseburger was my happy place and they ruined it. I thought they always had the little onions on them. No, that's oh. just a normal topping. Hopefully people understand what I'm saying. But if you look into how they're now cooking their hamburgers, I'm not into hot or fresher. So, I'm not. <laughs> agreed. You I'm made me go down this goddamn rabbit hole. So when my original complaint was, I don't like when I'm in line and the Uber button goes off, beep goes off. And she now is stopping serving the customer directly in front of her and inputting yeah. Your order. Yeah, because I've already ordered. You haven't. No, it's so beeping. My... It hasn't gone in yet. No, because I have pressed no, send. It's gone in through I've... their intermediary, the, the third-party From vendor. my phone, I've already ordered. So my, yes. I'm up next. Uber has... You have given Uber your order. Uber is now relaying your order to McDonald's. 
Correct. I'm in McDonald's. I don't care. Correct. I'm at home. <laughs> so in this situation, you're the sucker. I know. I'm not debating no. who's the sucker. I'm just saying I don't like it. They should serve the people there before they acknowledge no. people who aren't there. No, absolutely not. If this I is- ran a fast food chain, there'd be none of this. You come in, <laughs> you stand in line, you order, you get served in the you order and would- with your order. That's He'd be out of business because the rest of the fast foods are taking the Uber money, despite Uber, you know, taking their yeah. twenty or thirty percent. But it's There's still a lot like, of people who would say that's the way I like a business run right there, and I will patronize that business because I respect that business. More. Yeah, we, we've seen that a lot when you know giant corporations come into small towns and put everyone else out of business because you know people are very loyal to the places that they go and keep them in business. Tim, I believe in loyalty. On a totally separate food. One sec. No, I have a food thing about onions. So we have a friend. He's uh, 34 years old. He still lives in <laughs> Tim? No, it's not Tim. <laughs> um, and his mom makes like tacos for the family. Taco night. Love it. Taco night. Taco night is fantastic. But she cooks the ground beef with chopped up onions in it. But he doesn't eat vegetables. If vegetable is on his plate, he won't eat his meal. He's 34. And... So they pile everything in, like they, they cook the ground beef with yeah. the onions in it, and then his mom goes through and takes all the onions out oh, for dude. his ground beef. <laughs> How awesome is that? What service? You wouldn't get that kind of service at Tim's fast food restaurant. No. Here, here's, yeah, I don't know. See, I went on we my thing that I'm anti-onion, but someone who's making like a true homemade like burger patty, I know the onions got to be in there, and you don't even taste them. We yeah, these little Dukes ones, I'm telling you. And I'm not talking about the onions that, like, when you order onions on your hamburger. No, I, people understand what you're talking okay, about. Okay. You're just, just, like, arguing with Tim, who's a maniac. No, I just wanted to go circle back to Jeff's point that sometimes he needs extreme customization. <laughs> okay. So what's your most customizable thing when you go to a fast food place? Yeah, Jeff, what's the extreme customization? I just told you. I, 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 I he just told us. I was asking you. That I don't want, like, even the onion pressed oh. in on, like, the grill. I like my hamburger done like a Mac sometimes. No. That's no, not that, that, extreme. That's you, like, you can order that off the machine. Dude. No, that, that's, that is an option. Okay, yes, yes, it is. Yes, you 100% can. And literally, have you ever? You could. They've taken that functionality out of the terminals now. They have. Tim. Believe the last time we talked, you said you couldn't figure out how to use the terminal. No, no, I guarantee they, you on the app, I could add like max sauce to a regular. I'm not saying the app. I'm saying the terminal inside the restaurant. The restaurant? Anyway, uh, again, this is much like his twice baked. He's like this revelation where you know how many times. I also like to add pickles on the junior chicken and you can't do that on the terminal. You have to ask in person. I'm pretty anti-pickle. Oh, pickles are delicious. Good for you, too. Are they good for you? They've got to be. They're vegetable. When you, is it just like your thing when you say that, like, Diet Coke is good for you? Yeah, it's all a sliding scale. So not, so, so things that are not good for you on your sliding scale are now good for you? I'm just saying I like them. I think they're good. I guess my customization isn't, isn't as extreme. I don't demand fresh fries every time I go through the drive. That that is the sneaky best thing that you can do. You say uh, no salt. You say well done. You just put a twist now, on it. We we have another friend who demands fresh fries every time that it goes through, and I'm not going to lie to you. His fries always fresh, way crispier, okay. way better. It really depends on the. You situation. don't want the soggy. It fry. depends on. The, I walk into McDonald's and it's barren. 
I know I got to maybe make an instruction. No salt. Well done. In high volume times. In a high volume time, you see that fryer's going, you know you're going to get Sure, the but you goods. don't know that at the drive-thru. Fair enough. There's but nothing I like money? more than being in line at Duke's and seeing a guy in front of me order two supersized fries. Clear out that tray, buddy. Sorry, man. Make- Fat guy takes. What do you want from me? <laughs> you get fresh fries, though. They make you wait. You have to park one of those parking spots. And yeah, wait b- b- the- because they're making, they're making you fresh yeah, fries. they're making you fresh yeah, fries. And what like are you that. waiting, like 200 really seconds? <laughs> really annoys me when I have to wait and get out of line. Okay, hold on. So your take around all of this is you don't think you should be able to order from the app that you have to stand in line to get your order, but you refuse to wait for your order at any time. No, no, I don't mind waiting. I just like the person behind me who ordered after me getting theirs before I get mine. I'm I order sim- first, I get mine first. That's the way it should work. Yeah, I don't you, care if I have to wait there you, for 10 minutes. The person behind me will just have to wait. because see, that's I can't- it, That is literally crazy. Like if you order something that they're just still making and someone else's is ready because there's like four people back there, it doesn't take all four of them to make your Mac sauce hamburger, dude. I know, but sometimes it takes a while. Paul wants to say something. Paul? So wait a second. So you order, say you order a Big Mac meal. The guy behind you orders a coffee. You're saying that you need to get your food before that guy's coffee? It takes them two seconds to make a coffee. But I ordered first. But but here's the thing. They also literally at the modern McDonald's, they have a woman like working the coffee. It can be a man. So... No, no, you're absolutely right. No, no, I take that back. They have like somebody working working that area. They're not even involved in the back. Just to make sure everything is but going. But I ordered first, Jeff. Me, I don't me, 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 me. I don't really care at the counter inside, but I care at the drive-thru. I've been meaning to ask you. Me. And I meant to do this off air because it's so irrelevant. But if you hit <laughs> up that fresh, that new uh, uh, summer hill up the street from you. No. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what a summer hill is. Yeah, I don't know what a summer hill is either. It's a little like market that's like in my neighborhood that I like. I saw that. Your neighborhood is a good like 20 minute drive for me. But no, but it's up the street from you. They built one right beside your house now, I feel, or where you live. Really? I haven't noticed this. It's been cold, so I haven't been walking around as much. And I rarely go north from my front door. I always go south. Okay, but it's like a block and a half north. Like up by Castle Loma? Like Castle Loma no, is a block. Before that. Before that. You might have a different street. I, I don't think that this is by me. Okay, I might have just a different street. There. I'm sorry. Let's return to regular scheduled shit. All right, back to football. Football Thanksgiving night game. Nolens is at Atlanta. Atlanta is a six-and-a-half-point dog at home. The over-under is 49 in this game. These teams played two weeks ago. Atlanta thumped them. And then Atlanta three weeks ago, and then Atlanta thumped Carolina in Carolina. Then they got thumped by Tampa at home. So really confused about Atlanta at this point. As of right now, it appears like Austin Hooper will definitely be out. I don't think that Julio is going to play. He hasn't practiced yet this week with the shoulder problem that he sustained last weekend. But it does appear like Devonta Freeman's going to come back, which doesn't really matter because he's no good. So And Marshawn Lattimore appears like he may miss the game for the Saints as well. And their defenses looked a lot worse without him. Tim yeah. literally spent all of December lamenting how Atlanta didn't win this game last year. Yes, I remember. Um, I know like, they were in the red zone a bunch and couldn't convert like a bunch of. They were also and horrible. 
<laughs> That's what bad teams do. And I suspect Tim will die on the hill of Atlanta again today. And had Atlanta not snuck one in on these guys a couple weeks ago, I maybe could have bought that on, on the short week. This would be their Super Bowl because the season is dead. It's a Thursday night on Thanksgiving. But they are going to get punked hard, Saints. Coin likes the Saints as well. Tim, do you still love Atlanta? Yeah, I like the Falcons in this game, and I like teasing them up. Look, the Saints have looked sort of wonky the last few weeks, including a game they should have lost to Carolina on Sunday. They haven't looked quite themselves. And like I said in the Detroit and uh, Chicago game, you give me this many points in an interdivisional game, I think the value is on the dog, particularly the home dog. Uh, the Saints probably win the game, but I don't think they cover the number. I think it's a 27-24 type of affair. Uh, so we'll tease the Saint. Uh, sorry, we'll tease the Falcons up, and uh, we'll take the Falcons against the number. So one number that I did say, I think it's over the past six years that maybe it's over the past ten years that on Thanksgiving favorites of over six points are like thirteen and three ATS. Makes sense. I see it. Better teams on the short week generally just pound. Pound. And obviously, I went against Dallas, who's more than a six-point favorite, because I think that their line is a bit more inflated because they're Dallas. And they might be mentally crippled after Sunday, too. Like, it might take them a few weeks to get over that. And Buffalo is just, Buffalo is not good, but they're just kind of on cruise control. Yeah, just, and, If they show up and play their game, they've been doing fine. And Dallas, they've got bigger fish to fry. So I'm going to stick it with New Orleans here. Yeah, they. it's weird. It, their offense hasn't looked bad at all. Their offense has been really stally. Like, it's either scoring points immediately or they're just going three and out. It's really bizarre. And it the looks Rivers, like the old Saints. It looks like the old Saints that couldn't play a lick of defense and had to score 40 points a game to win, which is disconcerting. It is. But and, New Orleans is getting healthier, and Atlanta is getting a lot of injury problems again, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but as long as number two is back there, that he can cover up some problems. His best skill will be getting you, backdooring you, your teaser. Did last year. No, he did. They didn't cover the teaser last year. Yes, they no, did. Yeah, I got they, they had to because everything they, covered. Remember? Oh, yeah, that's they right. Won. Yeah, I believe it was teased up to like 20. Both sides they probably should have won. Year. I mean. I last year, they they literally lost by like 17 points. Yeah. It was like 31-17 or something. In the they were game. on the Saints side of the field the whole. It was very like Chargers-esque. Yeah, but when you're a bad team, you can do that. 100%. That's what bad teams do, generally. Ab, ab, when you're a functional bad team, yep. like Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta appears to be better than they were. Like, Was it a one-week blip for Tampa or for Atlanta against Tampa that their defense didn't really look kind of shut down? Because they had been looking shut down for the previous two weeks against – I mean, Tampa's a good offense, but so was Listen, Carolina, so were the Saints. Atlanta's season was dog, and they had a bye week, and they just came out rejuvenated and – punched a couple division opponents in the face, but they're going to be back to dog. That, like, firecracker, what do you call it? The sparkler, it's over. This is, like, they had a spark. Spark's done. Oh, when they, they held up their thing, it's, it's now out and there's no more left? Yeah, there's you're, no... You're waving it around too much? There is no more left. They're going to get got. It's now becomes a revenge game for the ass whipping they laid on, on this team a couple weeks ago. So, uh, New Orleans. I'm going to take New Orleans minus six and a half. I don't feel good about it, only because I kind of agree with Tim that this defense has been bad because uh, they're down guys. Like, they need to get their guys back in order for them to, like, when I said that they were the best team in the NFC, I think that if they're healthy on defense that they are, they're sort of like the Chiefs, that they need to get healthy, and they they have time to do that. 
from what now, have you seen from the Saints that you think that they could go up against the 49ers and beat them? I, I, I haven't seen them. I mean, I think that their defense is particularly good. They have an offensive line that can slow down the best thing the 49ers do. Uh, Maybe and- in January by then that'll be true. Right now, the 49ers would flatten them. Well, they, this isn't when the Super Bowl is played, Tim. That's three months from now. No, but if you ask Rodgers, he was asked last week if he wanted to win this week or in the playoffs. He's like, well, we have to win in San Francisco eventually. I'd rather just win this week, which, was, of course, was a terrible answer because, you know, you'd rather win in the playoffs. I, I don't understand what your point is. Uh, my point is I think the Niners are a cut above the Saints at their best. And I, we've no, seen that no, 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 not at I all. I think all your work cut out for you to argue that the Saints are in the same league as the Niners are right now. When healthy, I, I think they're Even right there. Even when healthy, I don't think so. This Niners I, 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 I just look at how the Saints match up with the 49ers. And again, I can be completely off base with this, but when you have Lattimore back in, the pass defense a lot is a lot better. When you have a full complement of pass rushers, you can get to the quarterback. The offensive line is realistically what separates the Saints from a lot of these teams, is that they have the best. It's like if the Steelers were actually good, like their offensive line is incredible. The Saints' offensive line is incredible. The 49ers' offensive line is not. And also, you have Drew Brees, who's looking a bit shaky after this hand injury, still way better than Jimmy Garoppolo. And if we're going to say that Kyle Shanahan is probably going to win Coach of the Year, and he's like a top 10, top 5 coach in football, so is Sean Payton. So I don't think that there's there's like a wash at coaching. The defensive line for the Niners is better. I think that the rest of the defense could go to the Saints. The offensive line is better, and they have the better quarterback. Well, they play in a couple of weeks, and the Niners will be favored by more than a field goal. That's fine. It's also not a playoff game, Tim. No, but it essentially means that if they win the game, they have thrown the Saints out of the – the Saints are not going on the road in the playoffs and winning a playoff game. If they don't earn the Superdome, they're cooked. They're not going to San Francisco. So it is a playoff game in a lot of ways because the Saints need it desperately. I think the Saints can win outdoors in the playoffs. Eh, I got my doubts. Well, you just said they wouldn't. You said that they wouldn't. So it's not even that you have your doubts. The answer is no for you. When was the last time they went outdoors and won a playoff game? I cannot. When was the last time they had to go outdoors to win a playoff game? I'd be curious. At Seattle three or four years ago and lost. Was it lost to the team that went to the Super Bowl? I'm trying to think. Like, I'm trying to think if they've been outside. Wait, 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 wait. Are you talking about the Marshawn Lynch game? No, no, no. Two or three years later in the divisional round, they had to go to Seattle and they lost. Is it was that the year that Seattle won the Super Bowl? I don't think so. I think that's the year that they lost to the Pats. Yeah. Now I can't recall. Either either way, the the Saints are a viable contender in the NFC if their defense is running at full speed, which this week they are not. But almost like the Chiefs, if they can get their offensive line healthy and their skill guys healthy, they're a completely different team and dangerous once the playoffs actually start. I think if the defense is healthy, that they can go on the road. And we're still seeing... We, we don't see 100% breeze right now. Do you think that we do? No, not at all. Like oh, they still... went on the road against Minnesota and lost there. So that's another road. Uh, uh, them, yeah, uh, yeah, whose fault was that, Tim? The defensive back for taking a terrible angle. Not you gloating that you, pred- you predicted the score exactly and then gloated about it only to see a miracle play happen with no time left? I take no responsibility. Uh, it was the most Anderkurst thing of two years ago. Well, thankfully, 2019 doesn't really have anything. So No, no, no. There's there's nothing in 20, 2019 that would be. So there's so many things people can't agree what the top five biggest curses of the year are. <laughs> I don't agree with that. You, I mean, you did both. I, I think the sneaky underrated one here, Jam, is him because I don't really follow the NHL, but him, yeah, the his, Tampa? yeah, the him picking Tampa and the flames to play in the Stanley cup. And they both got swept in the first round. 
Tampa getting swept was quite remarkable, yeah. They were up 3 nothing. I thought it was over in that first game. Wow. They lost every game. Every crazy. sport he got got. Nationals. Yeah, Nationals no can't chance. win the World no Series. Chance. Impossible. So yeah, bad year for you in big spots. But you like Atlanta here, plus six and a half? I mean, you fucking yeah, I, I, like the, I like the Falcons. I, I don't like the Saints nearly as much as you guys do. I'm looking forward to picking on them in January. I think you... they're a, I just think going into Lambeau or going into San Francisco, they're, uh, they're, they're dead ducks. Here's the thing. Green Bay might not be good at all. Then going into Minnesota, I think they're a dead duck. But you hate Minnesota. You think both those teams are bad then? Yeah, but Minnesota's at least a physical team. Exactly the type of team the Saints don't want to play, too. Like, I think the Saints are, are they that physical? They have no I, pass defense and can barely pass the run. I think the, the only guy that's any good on their t- defense right now, at least getting to the quarterback, is Anthony Barr, who the Jets could have had. Could have. But you cursed him out of going. I didn't ever wanted him anyway. But I, I, think the, uh, I think the Saints are profoundly flawed. I'm looking forward to seeing that in the postseason. All right. That will do it on the Pat Mayo Experience Thanksgiving Day Special. Tim, would you like to repeat? Does anyone have their super lock from this slate of games? Because I do not. No, I do not. No, but I'll have real money on the Bills. Okay. I'll bet the Bills. Tim, recap your teaser for us, please. Sure. The Duke and his Pilgrim Parlay likes the Detroit Lions, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Atlanta Falcons partner. That's a six-point teaser. So the Lions plus nine, Dallas just to win, Atlanta plus 12 and a half. Jeff, which one blows it for him? I hope it's Dallas because uh, I just hope the Bills beat the Cowboys. I'm on the different side of all three games, so I look forward to that one. Maybe you can both win. Maybe you can yeah. tease it the other way, and you two could be a winner. I won't be teasing it, but I don't anticipate he wins. You should wear your EJ Manuel jersey out to watch the Bills game. I gave that to uh, Gabe. Oh, did you? I did. Okay. I, didn't know that. I, ne- I never actually wore it, and then I gave it to Gabe because I thought he'd enjoy it as a Bills fan. Fair enough. I didn't know that. I-, I don't know whether he's ever worn it or not now that he lives in a different country, but I have no idea. Anyway, tune back in on Thursday for the rest of the slate, and don't be afraid to leave a review. I want to thank Jeff. I want to thank Paul and the coin, along with Tim and Gust. Tim and Gust. <laughs> Not my name. Heard it was. Heard it wasn't. No, I, I'm pretty sure it is. Pretty sure what? I've. I'm pretty sure I've heard that. Pretty sure you haven't. I don't know. It sounds like you're lying. No. Nope. Truth. I think Tim's fake news. Anyway, you can find the cheat sheet up on my Facebook page. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the PME if you want to get into a draw for sixty DK dollars. Subscribe, download, rate, review, five stars. DraftKings handle something you like the show, something you like about the show for the audio podcast. Or if you want to get into the video draw for twenty DK bucks, smash the like button for the episode. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section and give us your three game teaser for the Thanksgiving slate. Thank you all for watching. Have a safe Thanksgiving. I'll see you next time. But it's not even just to win. Was it just to win or did they have to win by three or more? Three and a half. Yeah. So you're. (laughs) I win in. It's absurd. And now I get to sign my name on the ticket before I give it. There's something, again, there's something wondrous about it. And I don't care. I'm old school. It's what I like. Gildart's the exact same way. Yeah, because you're taking the side of a guy who can't have a bet three, six, five account. Because he will spend all of his money on the online casino. <laughs> That's who you're comparing oh yourself to. He made last, not this Thanksgiving, but last Thanksgiving, he came down to visit from Fredericton. He stopped in Huntington to go to the casino. <laughs> I, 
So that's why he doesn't have the online. Thank God, like I have zero urge. Like those, I never even like. I never click. I never even notice it's there. Yeah, they don't even exist. I've never had an urge. I wonder if people growing up in Toronto because they don't have a casino don't have a natural affinity for casinos the way the people who grew up in cities with casinos do. I don't know. No, I would argue they probably crave it more because it's like what you can't have. I don't know. You want more, maybe. I don't know. Apparently, there is a casino here. I found that out on Tuesday. Woodvine has a casino. At, at the CNE. Well, no, they have the Woodvine, but isn't it just slots? I, I, th- I asked, and our, our trusted resource on the matter said they do have table games. Maybe, now. yeah, I don't know. The, the, all is the rules have been... Uh, has ProLine allowed single game stuff yet? No, it's still illegal. Yeah, but you can just find another free money game, and you can essentially make it a one-game ticket. Yeah. Um, we're good, Paul? Yep. Okay. Ready, Jeff? Yeah. Okay. It's the Batman experience!